Welcome to Cringeween 2022. An entire month of the worst and scary movies. And now, here are your hosts. Bloody Stacy, and Dead Steve. Steve. And this is our cringe fest. Yay. This episode is going to be a deceptive little fucker called House of the Dead, aka Alien. What was it? Alien something? I, I don't remember. Alien something. Uh, there weren't any aliens in it. There wasn't. The, the, it, it's actually, I have, I have something for it later. But okay. yes, Alien Zone. That's what it was. AKA Alien Zone. Really? Yeah, that's, that's this version of House of the Dead. And, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go into the trivia later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> How's life on the East Coast? Oh, life is good. It's a beautiful day today. Like seventy degrees for the high. Sunshine. The 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 geese are back. We get uh, migratory geese that hang out at the pond next to my house. So every morning they wake me up and they leave the pond to go shed on the golf courses. And then, are they, they Canadian or just white? They're, they're, they're Canadian geese, but they, they do migrate. They're not like the non-migratory. Okay, I'm honestly going to give you the dumbest look right now. Okay. They migrate from Alaska. Remember the whole moment where I went, oh, you motherfuckers. Um, and, and I was driving yeah. down the road and you asked me what was going on. I said, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the birds are gathering. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, fun uh, to go past them going, honk, eh? <laughs> <laughs> there, are, there are some geese around that don't, mi- that don't migrate. And, and there, there's, I mean, people have told me nobody that has a degree that might know this for sure, that that a lot of geese have just now chosen not to migrate uh, because they got, you know, but, you know, around here, it's all cornfields and golf courses and, and water. So, so yeah, they hang around the water, they get up in the morning, they go out to eat, you know, from the cornfields and, and, uh, the soybean fields and all that stuff. And then they go shit on the golf courses. Enormous amounts. I mean, those guys can go. Oh yeah. No, I know. And it's slippery when wet, not even. Oh yeah. And and they're very, very uh, aggressive. Oh, they're nasty little fuckers. Yeah. They're not yeah. even that little. They're actually quite- no, they're huge. And then in the evening, they fly back over on their way to the pond. And I'm close enough to the pond that they're very low on their on their approach to the pond when they come over. It drives the dog crazy because all of a sudden it's. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, she would lose a fight with it. Yeah. She would oh, lose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're all coming in for a landing. You know, they get their landing feet out and they're zooming down. <laughs> yeah. And, um, so later in the fall, we get these uh, snow geese. And I, I'll send you pictures when next time we come because they they just take over these these fields that have been you know harvested already, 
And the, the, it looks like snow. I mean, it actually looks like snow. There are so, I mean, thousands and thousands of them. But anyway, we have lots of birds here in Delaware. That's about it. I have a shirt. You're stretching? Oh, you're showing me your shirt. I already you showed got you. Here's Stacy and Steve's Cringe Fest baseball. It looks great with the red. I like that. I like it that. looks very good with the red. Yeah, you got the red. Yeah, it looks good with everything. It looks great. I got that, and then the day old clams. You got a day. Yes. You got a day old. Oh, really? Okay, day old clams. And then the ones for my stepsister and and niece and nephew came in as well. Oh wow! So they get two bears, and she gets the cringoween. I still want to know who bought the rest of the Howard's day old clams T-shirts. I mean, if they have no connection with the podcast wouldn't it just somebody just really liked the design maybe somebody just thought it was funny i don't know when we do incorporate by the way i I, I know when when we incorporate i want to i want our corporation to be howard's day old clams i i i did it i got one i don't know where the rest of them went yeah i think we've sold like six of them okay then five unaccounted for yeah, right, right. Very strange. Oh, yeah. Okay, so. well, shall we talk about this movie that we just enjoyed so much? It it was, it followed all the rules. Yeah. You know, I saw yeah. House of the Dead, a.k.a. Alien Zone, and I'm like, this is a cringe wings movie. <laughs> I don't get the Alien Zone thing. That really puzzles me. So, so when it started, it was originally called Five Faces, and then Five well, Faces of sense. Terror, yeah, and then Alien Zone by the distributor, and for unknown reasons, it was changed to House of the Dead. So it was actually supposed to be Five Faces, and then Five Faces of Terror. Okay, House of the Dead makes sense. It's House you know, of the Dead and a, Five Faces. I get five faces of terror is a little bit much just on the fact that it like one I mean, of there, them is, there are, is a, a there are four dead people and, a, and an implied fifth dead person <laughs> involved and you know give us the give us the DL dude all right here it is yeah uh, we well I I should say we have put off. Hi, Speedy. Is that Speedy or or yeah, no? That's B or Dexter. Dexter's lower pitch. Okay. It's lower to the ground. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm glad they're here. Um, we've put off doing this podcast. I don't know if you know that. Do you know that for Stacy? No, this is the first movie for Cringeween we watched. Yeah, and we've done a couple more podcasts since then, and and I, mm-hmm. I think subconsciously. We just didn't really want to think about this movie again. <laughs> but and, and so as a result, I had to go back and, and skim through it, which was painful. Um, OK, so here's the rundown. We have this our, our, our lead character. What's his name? Mr. Talmadge. And he's out yeah. committing adultery. Bad boy. Bad boy. Uh, gets caught up in a rainstorm, a terrible rainstorm. The cab driver drops him off at the wrong place. He goes banging on doors trying to get out of this storm. 
guy lets him in. Turns out it's a it's a, uh, a funeral home. And, of course, the funeral home operator is creepy, like funeral home operators are always made out to be. And then the movie, so 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 lying in state in the mortuary are four people, four embalmed people. And the the uh, the funeral director then proceeds to tell him this Mr. Talmadge, the story of <laughs> of these deceased people. <laughs> right, Speedy. What? Why? You arguing with me? All right. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm going to continue, Speedy, and if I get anything else wrong, you let me know. Um, so that that sets us up for four little vignettes. There are little four little separate stories. I'm not going to take you through them in great detail. I'll just give you the a real quick overview for each of them. The first one is a is a woman, Mrs. Sibler, who is a school teacher who hates children. She's mauled to death by creepy children with things that seemed appropriate right i thought this set for a great i mean yeah the yeah. graphics and stuff were yeah because I, I was like that, oh that made me think okay the God. the next one's going to be even better supernatural deaths yeah but that wasn't yeah. then the, the next one is uh just this guy's just a pervert mr growler he he uh, lures women to his home i have no idea why any of the women that they portrayed in this movie would ever go home with him but but they do, and he photographs them. This is you know before before we could have hidden cameras and things. So he's got well, this elaborate setup. To- it's a it's a it's a movie camera, but the thing's fucking huge. You can't. Hide oh it. yeah yeah yeah. No, he's got this giant camera. Yeah, um, he convinces them to do certain things, and and uh, and then he records these things. Yeah, right. He, he's going to show. Uh, let me show you a magic trick. Ta-da! Yeah. yeah, that was all. And then, and then, all this terrible stuff happens, and then we learn. Well, he's there because he got arrested, and the state executed him, and and yeah, and there were no pictures, no photographs taken at his execution, which you know might have might have bothered him. And then we get this weird thing. These. This this American detective, Mr. What's his name? Malcolm Tolliver. And and uh something McDowell. Uh Inspector it just Inspe- says Inspector, Inspector McDowell. McDowell of Scotland Yard. Greatest of England. Yeah, right. They are uh, and, and Inspector McDowell. I don't want to steal the trivia, but he's played by the guy that played uh uh Dr. Bombay in Bewitched. Uh-huh. I, I knew I knew the man from somewhere, but we, you know, it was we, driving both of us crazy because I oh, grew yeah, up on Boo yeah, and, yeah. and I drink Virginia's. Right, we we uh, we 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 held steadfast to our rules. We don't do research. It drives Especially us crazy though. Sometimes it's like, story. what is what the glory? Um, yeah, well, well, as soon as the movie's over, we're we're, we're both got our phones out. Going, Who's that guy? Who's oh, that yeah. guy? Yeah, yeah. Um, and 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 they got this competition to solve a crime, and I'm not. It, it's too stupid to even go into. But one of them tries to kill the other. Uh, let's see, McDowell tries to kill Tolliver, right? Uh, um, Tolliver stabs think... McDowell and kills him, and then he so, opens McDowell's briefcase where where it was. It was the, spy versus spy. 
Literally spy versus spy, a but it was live action spy versus spy. There was, there was no Russian spy, and they weren't spies; they're police guys. No, but, but, he but think the about the old school spy versus spy from Mad Mad. Yeah, one of them was they were spies. It was a Russian spy and an American spy, right? But they were always trying spies. to get it, and they were all always like one has a, a thing to anyway yeah. they they both are out to try to one up each other they're just trying to exactly they're they're drinking and they're trying to one up each other Tolliver opens McDowell's briefcase and blows up the one funny line in the movie to me anyway was the mortician has McDowell's body there but he doesn't have Tolliver because it was too fragmented to be buried yeah from the bomb. Okay. That was probably the highlight. And and then and then there's this fourth one where this guy this guy gets trapped in this abandoned store and I guess it maybe it was a liquor store, I don't know. The only thing he has and he's already made horrible comments about the winos on the streets and stuff. He subsists drinking alcohol in this abandoned building until he can escape and then He's a horrible alcoholic, and he dies on the gu- in the gutter of cirrhosis of the liver, and you know becomes a homeless man and all that stuff. Homeless man with a big gu- oh yeah, the so yeah. that was weird to me. Is oh that one was weird to you? Well, how how do you pick the person who who like? That is an elaborate trap for just someone to to like was he set up or did the guy who ignored him later have the same fate like is yeah, this somebody yeah. who's a yeah, I think they implied that right yeah and then, and then after after we see these self-fulfilling four, prophecy these four vignettes this this sound is me pouring diet pepsi you hear that? Okay. that refreshing sounding? That, blah, 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 blah. I, I sniffed right as you were pouring it. So yeah. the refreshing okay. sound of me sniffing and you pouring Diet Pepsi. <laughs> Yum. Great podcasting, um, people. We get back to the, we, get, we go back to the mortuary and there's a fifth coffin that's open and nobody's in it. And the mortician implies that it's either, I don't know, either the guy or the or the, the woman he was with or something. Who practiced infidelity. Yes. He literally says it belongs to someone and right. he know, and he says the guy's name and he freaks out Mr. and he turns he runs out of the building, turns around, sees that the building has the word hotel, which I'm assuming is the hotel that he was wanting the taxi driver to drop him off at. Um and then he runs, freaks out, goes into a alley, gets shot by the the actual husband, and is loaded into an ambulance where the mortician is in the passenger side. Sorry. No, it was so bad. It was so bad. It was just, it was like, it was such a weird, it was like so obvious. It was like, oh, you're going to go into the ambulance. Yeah, who's in the passenger side seat? Yeah, and 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 everything about this movie was obvious. We knew. By the way, Mortician is not going to be in the ambulance. He's going to be in the morgue. 
the ambulance is there to take you to the hospital. You died, then you go to the morgue. Well, the point of him going on the ambulance was just a ha ha ha. Look, it's it's he knew the whole time. It's like come the fuck on. Okay, well, uh, yeah. This this movie was filmed in my home state of Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. And something that always creeped me out was that a lot of the, when I was a kid anyway, and that's when this this movie was filmed when I was, you know, maybe 20 years old. The the funeral homes also ran the ambulance services. Oh, God. And that always bothered me. Like, that's a conflict of interest. You know, they they pull somebody in. They're supposed to be rushing to the hospital. And they go, yeah, slow down a little bit. We make more money if we get to embalm them and bury them. Isn't that why people say, oh, don't be an organ donor because they'll let you die? Yeah, right, right, right. (laughs) So, yeah. So, I I could kind of understand that, especially because it's something that, like, kind of horrified me and bothered me as a kid. You know? Right. You drive by a funeral home and they got this row of hearses, you know, and and funeral cars, flower cars and all that stuff. And then they got like three or four ambulances. It's like, okay, it's, it's a timing issue, you know. It's Yeah. It, yeah. And, and there's a whole bunch of weird stuff out there. I'm not going to lie. This one. It oh, tell started us what off. You think. <laughs> It started off creepy with the supernatural kid weird teethy things and then just went the 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 inspector versus inspector type, you know, one upmanship. It was just like even even Sherlock and and um Moriarty. Moriarty never like tried to do end up like trying they would try to challenge and kill each other, but never to that level of waha. It's like, you know, in Princess Bride, they have the scene where they're doing the sword fight, and uh-huh. I am not very head. Uh-huh. That's funny, funny. And then you have the poison scene, which is, yeah. again, funny, funny. This is just, you're watching these true grown ass men try to like, preemptively psychotically try to kill each other in such a way that it's like, but aha, I poisoned your thing, but aha, I'm wearing a bulletproof vest. The fuck, people? Yeah. And that was that was like the longest. Not friendly competition. I think that was the longest of 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 all four of the Excuse yeah, me, probably the, the vignettes, right? Yeah. And 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 the actual main character is the shortest vignette. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the uh, uh, back to the school teacher thing. I, you know, it, it was cheesy, but but I thought, oh, that, you know, that's kind of cool. This is the school teacher. She hates children, and she gets killed by these mutant children. All right, yeah. okay, that that's all right. Let's see but if the- this now gets better. The, but the con- the congruity of her timeline is so messy. She she was making meatloaf or something, and like all of a sudden the cutting board was clean, and all of a sudden the yeah. thing is in, and yeah. she's got and and it's like what the hell? This is not how you make meatloaf. This is not how you come into your house to do this. And she goes and she tries to make it shower and. 
Well, the, yeah, so there's a little foreshadowing. She goes in the shower. We're thinking, okay, psycho, you know. Yeah. Yeah, no. No, it it was, it, the stories, the way that it was it was played out was very confusing. It was like, I get it. You're trying to bring the knife into the scene, like Chekhov's gun. But how do you do that when she's cooking? Well, she's cutting vegetables. Oh, but now she has to cut the meatloaf. The fuck did the meatloaf come? Like, <laughs> I've made a lot of meatloaf in my life. That is not how you fucking make meatloaf. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, there, there, there was there was no rhyme or reason to this thing. Yeah. You know, and and so what happened was the writer did this on vacation. And you can tell. I bet you what it was is he was people watching. I bet you he was people watching and went, you know, here's a story about this person. She looks like she wants to just do things on her own. She doesn't like kids, but she has to deal with them anyway. <laughs> so he's, I, I do that. If I'm, if I'm, if I'm like oh, in I a public place, I make up little stories about. You know, oh yeah. 100%. I would totally, I've done it before. It's like, yeah, yeah. But then you get those Walmart people where you're just like, you're in a mall going, how the hell were you? Why? Yeah, there's the, your story's too obvious. <laughs> there's there's no mystery coming up with your story. <laughs> oh, dude, being at the Northgate Mall in Seattle with my best friend Rachel, <laughs> who is a Jewish diva to the max. I love them. Um, but <laughs> it was like when we got together everybody's fashion sense crashed that day. <laughs> it's like, we would hook up, but we just randomly see each other at the mall once in a while. But when we actually like decided to people watch, it was like everything just full moon, just twisted. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. If we were just hanging out, everybody looked fine. But when we sat down and actually had like a cup of coffee or something, I was like, fuck. <laughs> Well, this, is my, this is my favorite thing to do in Vegas. It's, I think it's the number one reason I like to go to Las Vegas is is to people watch and 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 you know uh, invent the stories that go along with with the the, the various people. The hardest part is when you, you when you want to do it. There's usually smokers around. Yeah. And that kind of gets to me. After a few days, you know, you you, you just learn to not breathe. You got convention cough. Yeah. Right, we all know right, it. Right. We all know right. it. Especially the scoops. Cheers, scoops. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, goodness. It, 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 Speaking of, I get my uh, number five tomorrow. <laughs> number five. I got that. Uh, I'm, I'm got an appointment for my Omicron. Oh, for your next shot. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. I got to wait. Since I had COVID so recently, my doctor um, said wait because consider yourself vaccinated now and then go get a vaccine in a few months. So, yeah. Stacy Zero. Yeah, yeah, right. A lot of people are really still coming down with it, aren't they? It's amazing. It's because people are just um, not to get political printers but people are just is, still getting is, to the point where why is health a political issue that's that's 
Well, it's very polarizing. You masks, no masks, no, no, I get vaccine, it. no vaccine, I, I, I get team it. Moderna. I just it just seems completely bizarre. It, but but that's the problem, and that's why people are still getting really sick. And then yeah. it's fall for most people. Yeah, right. And so except we're moving for inside. my dumbass. Yeah, yeah. Fall I think we already have happened. heard that. Right, this year's flu is probably going to be pretty awful because it's already happened in the southern hemisphere, and it was pretty awful. So yeah. All right. Well, okay. Well, yesterday so we've had the uh, we've had the health report. We've had the canine. Oh, my report. weather. And let's talk about weather. You uh, had snow in Alaska yesterday morning. And then we'll get I back to talking about this movie. And we had the first frost of the year. Yay! And then it rained. And then it turned into snow, and it snowed for like five hours. <laughs> you were like um, a little kid. You sent me a video of the. Two the videos, little, the little tiny ones. The and little the flakes guys. of snow, and then the snow got bigger, and you're like, eee, you're like squealing. Well, on it's it's it Alaska. So <laughs> it's it's going to happen, so you just have to embrace it. And I knew it wasn't going to stick because our very first frost was that morning, which means yeah, the ground yeah. has not frozen not at enough, all. Yeah. But then I, I tried <laughs> on my TikTok channel. I had to take a video. Your TikToks of on this have been hysterical, Trying to open the door when it's it's iced over. (laughs) And then I hadn't changed my winter gear. So when I, when Butch totaled out and I got Kalini, I threw everything into a bag and I didn't put my winter stuff. In case you're not keeping up with the home game, Butch was her last car. The Escape, the Ford Escape. And Kalini is her Irish Kia. Yes, it's a Kia named Girl. It's an Okia. It's we'll a it it's the Sorrento, but I didn't have any scrapers or anything. <laughs> so I was like trying to find at least something in my garage from the previous car. Credit cards work pretty good. It's great for things. Yeah, I'm. I only have one car. <laughs> okay, I'm. I'm that person. Let's- Let's take a commercial break here, and then we'll come back and finish talking about the house of the dead. Hey, Stacy. Yes, Steve. Do you like clams? I love clams. Are you picky about the freshness of your seafood? I love clams. Then you should try Howard's Day Old Clams. Mmm, clams. Yum, clams. Howard's homes the greater Rhode Island area, the finest restaurants in the entire state, known for their wonderful Narragansett clams, brings the leftovers because every fine restaurant can't sell every every bit of food they buy for the day there's always there's always some fine wonderful food left over howard's collects that wonderful seafood from these fine establishments brings it back to their processing center in woonsocket rhode island and very quickly packages it up in cardboard boxes with with Sterile, sanitized styrofoam beads, 
peanuts, as we call them. And within a few days, ships them out to customers all over the world. Wouldn't you like, Stacy, some Howard's day-old clams? They ship to Alaska? We ship anywhere. I would love some day-old clams from Howard's. Now, remember, they're day-old when Howard gets them. So, But the peanuts, they keep it sanitary, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everything's really clean. I mean, like the, the Packers, they wear gloves. Okay. They wear gloves when they're and, and, and they take the the day old clams, they fulfill your order in a in a uh, usually well sometimes all right, to be ecologically sound sometimes sometimes we we might use a a um we might reuse a Ziploc bag, but we've rinsed it so that it's nice and clean. Fill it with your order of clams. Any play, anything from, um, I think our minimum order is a pound and a half up to 17 pounds. Package the clams in, in these, these resealable, handy resealable Ziploc bags that you could use for anything, you know, going forward. Put them in a box, a nice cardboard box. Usually we recycle those too. We usually use like an Amazon box. And then and then pack it carefully in styrofoam peanuts, put some tape on it, and within a day or two, the UPS guy comes by and he picks it up. And then uh, zoom, it's off. It's 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 off to your location for the Lowest price clams you could possibly have. You 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 just can't. I mean, from a value perspective only, Howard's Daled clams is just like it's just, it's the best the best thing around. I mean, there's you can't. Some people go to the grocery store and they buy canned clams. Who wants canned clams? <laughs> They're, they're, uh, and first off, you don't get very many. You get like a little tiny tin of clams. They're very expensive. Okay, maybe they've been processed somehow so that they retain, I'm going to put this in quotes, freshness. But but if you want the the, the clams that were once the finest clams available at one time, these were great clams. And you should be shopping at Howard's Dale Clams. So the thing to do, you go to our website, <laughs> oh Howard's Dale Clams. You fill out. <laughs> now it's very, very important that you that you read the non waiver and and oh and, and the, you know you get you need to you need to you need to print it off, sign it that says you you won't hold. Howard and and the Howard Stale Clamps Company responsible for any issues. Well, I mean, we guarantee delivery. Okay, you're gonna get these clams. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> so, so, so sign the waiver. Sign the waiver. Run it through your fax machine. Fax it back to us at. Howard Field Clams World Headquarters in Woonsocket, Rhode Island, and 
within a few days, the week at most, your clams will be on the way to you. Worldwide. We'll ship anywhere. I did not expect it to go that <laughs> so that, that, that's, At first, that's, I was trying to be really quiet, just let you run it. <laughs> just kept going. Oh my gosh, my mascara is ready. <laughs> so, so for the for the best value in <laughs> it's Howard's Dale Clams, Woonsocket, Rhode Island. Not registered with the Rhode Island Department of Health. Are you at least going to say the phone number? Oh, yeah, we have a phone. Yeah, what is it? 401-402-096, right? That's Howard's Day Old Clams. Howard's Day Old Clams. And we're back. And we're back. Should we finish talking about this movie? Um... No. No, I, I do have I some picked, trivia. I have a little bit oh, of trivia. I picked I this to. movie and and it, it it we followed the rules. Yeah. What's your trivia? My trivia is I was delighted, delighted to discover that the uh uh and, and I have not yet looked this up. Some rich guy in Oklahoma financed this movie, eight hundred and sixty-three thousand dollars. Wow. But in order to not have to pay, and if, if if you're a Better Call Saul fan, you've seen this already. They did this on Better Call Saul. In order to not pay union uh, rates for crew, they recruited the uh, uh, TV, what do they call it? TV production uh, department at Oklahoma State University. Not the film production people, the TV right. production people to to be the crew for this movie. So so all of the all the camera work, the sound, the everything was done by students from Oklahoma State University. Oklahoma State University being the uh, legacy land grant agricultural and mechanical student uh, or university in the state as the uh, people from the university of Oklahoma say OSU or men are men and sheep are fast. They have to be. Exactly. Right. So, and and the movie was filmed in Stillwater where, where OSU is uh, Yale, Oklahoma and Ponca city where I lived for 20 years before I moved to the East coast. Bunker City. Bunker City, yeah. Bunker City. I, I would, I mean, it, and it was made in 1978. Uh, and Stacy, I've told you this before. I worked in a TV station all through high school, graduated in 1976. And I have friends that I worked at the TV station with that went on to OSU, Oklahoma State, not Ohio State, and majored in television production. I, None of them show up in the credits for this movie. So I, I, I liked that. I was happy to see that, that they were not involved in, in the making of, of, of the house of the dead. Aka Alien Zone. 
aka aliens. <laughs> the thumbnail's really cool. It has a house and a skull and some hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was some house. And, and, and it's out on our webpage if you'd like to look at the 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 uh, <laughs> uh, an official copy of the movie poster. Mm-hmm. So that was a bit of trivia. And the other thing we talked about earlier, the, the other little thing I had, Inspector Pollard, played by Welch actor Bernard Fox, Dr. Bombay, calling Dr. Bombay, calling Dr. Bombay. From Bewitched. the coolest turban. I love Dr. Bombay's turban. Dr. Bombay was cool because he'd like, you know, Samantha's in big trouble, whether it was... Mm-hmm. Like, oh, and he was uh, so bumbling. Her magic so powers silly. aren't working, yeah. or she's she's about to go into labor with Tabitha. Whatever it was, Doctor Bombay was there. He just Dr. would Bombay. materialize, and, and, and I, you know, I was thinking about that. What was was Doctor Bombay? I mean, he was a he was a doctor to witches. Does mm-hmm. that make him a witch doctor? Was he a witch doctor? I think they actually made that joke at one point. Darren made that oh, really? joke at one point. I think okay. so. Which Darren? You know, there were multiple Darrens. Um, I would have said, well, if it was Tabitha, it was number two. It'd be the second Darren. Yeah. Okay. Because I think there's only three, right? I thought there were two Darrens. There might have only been two. I, I'm I, I'm pretty sure there were only two. Okay. But, couple of, um, there were a couple of Darrens. Do you also, have you ever noticed that in Bewitched, they always have a brand new Chevy. Huh. Darren always drives up in a new, whatever year it was, the new Chevy convertible, you know, like the top of the line. Huh. I guess that I, I, I would imagine they were a sponsor. You know, we talked about product placement. Before. Oh, yeah. The the last movie, the uh, Saturday the, uh, the 14th had a oh shit my God. ton. Yeah. Uh, oh shoot! Oh oh, the original Hawaii Five O. Every vehicle in that show was a Ford. Everything, yeah. everything. Magnum PI had a lot of of like. Didn't he have a Bentley? The the, the... He, had, uh, he had a Ferrari. He had a Ferrari, but the the guy who oh Higgins, the old guy yeah Higgins had a, a Bentley yeah. or something like that. Yeah. He had a British car. I mean, uh, I remember Mad Magazine did a. A parody of of uh, Hawaii Five O. You know that was my major intellectual stimulus when I was a kid. It was Mad Magazine. I loved Mag Magazine. Yeah, yeah. No, it's too bad that it. You know, it's it's, it's kind of there, still but there. It, weird, it's got an weird, internet. Weird Al wrote wrote anything. the wrote uh, the uh, an editorial for it this month. But okay. yeah, it's not like it was. It's not you know. Yeah. 25 cents cheap. You don't have to sit there and try to fold the pages. Oh, I love those. I love those too, but I mean. Yeah. But they did a, they did a parody of Hawaii Five O, and and they picked up on the fact that everything was a Ford. And in mm-hmm. the in, in the cartoon, there's like a, a, tra- a railroad locomotive. It's got the Ford logo on the front. There's a helicopter. It's got the Ford logo on it. You know, it's a boat. Like in our household, everything's an air right, fryer. Right. Every, everything had that had that logo on it. Yeah. So I'm it's glad I wasn't harsh. the only one at 10 years old that noticed that. All right. Oh, so let's just... talk about our next movie. A movie so, you loved, and I was the Artemis suggested this one. And I had seen it, but I hadn't seen it in years. 
Um, I figured out that guy. He was on one Law and Order. Everybody's been on one Law and Order. You've been on one Law and Order. He's Prince Humperdinck in the the Princess Bride. Oh, of course he is. Oh, he was such an asshole in the Princess Bride. And of I kept course he is. I'm glad you found, two, figured that out. It was Prince Humperdinck, then the Mayflower Mo- Madam um, movie. Oh, so yeah. In 1987, yeah. he did those two. And then in 1988, he did Child's Play. Okay. But that's what threw me off is because I, I could have, I knew that I had seen him. Yeah, we both we both were saying, okay, we know that guy. He was also right? on Star Trek. He's one of those character actors. Where so who, was who, played, like, who, who was the mom? Because she was really familiar, too. We should probably um, talk about this in our next podcast. We are going to oh, talk yeah. about child's play in child's our next play. podcast. I'm getting too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Yeah. But um, ladies and gentlemen, thems and theys and boys and girls, cringers of all boys, types. If you're boys and girls, you should turn this off because there's a little E by the podcast that. No that broccoli is. and no carninis. Yeah, you, you can't. You can't. Uh, you can't watch this. Um, but this movie, I <laughs> it came out when I was nine, and it were you yeah. were you like really young when you saw it? I was in junior high, so probably okay. eleven or twelve when okay. I actually watched That's it. It's about perfect for that. That age. it's a sneak. You know, you have to sneak it in. Yeah. Right. 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 So this is like one of the first movies I ever watched by with my friends that we snuck. Yeah. And I think that's right. why it sticks in my head. Yeah. But to be yeah. fair, half of us weren't even paying attention. It was a slumber party and half of us weren't even paying attention <laughs> to it. So it 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 sounded more scary, but because a whole bunch of girls were doing a night yeah. thing, a sleepover, no one really like and we were trying to keep it down because we didn't want the adults to know that we had snuck <laughs> child's play in. But that is a podcast for another time. Yeah, so that'll be that'll be our next week, and, and that'll, that'll wrap up Cringe Ween twenty twenty two for us. Right, that's our last. Yeah, yeah, and then we're going to move right into November. Mm-hmm. Are we still on track for? Our November theme. So our theme for November, I'm announcing it here for the first time, is good movies. Good, good being highly rated movies, maybe movies that won Academy Awards or things like that. Movies that uh, had a lot of notoriety and and, uh, notoriety in a good way, not notoriety in a bad way, like, like so many of the movies we watch. Good movies that still really make you cringe. At least they made us cringe. I got lucky. And one of the movies that I really liked, I watched it before. Uh, Hubby Steve has watched it, but he noped out in one scene. And my job in that movie was to find the scene that he noped out in. Okay, now we're not going to watch that as part of good movies. Right? How about you watch it first? Okay, well, tell, all right. Or are we going to make that a special? Is that going to? I, I think that's a episode? special. I think that's a very special 
movie. So okay, Cringers. You want to go ahead and tell us about this? Because this is very exciting. For, for Or do we for just the, hold it? Nah. For Spill the it. Alaskan and me. Spill it, kid. I went to Maiden, Alaska this last It's made in, not made in. Actually, it's 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 makers in Alaska. Or something that was okay. making Alaska. I don't know. All right. Um you went to some Alaska I went to thing. A, it was it was all Alaskan vendors. Okay. Stuff made in Alaska. Yes. And Chad Carpenter, the maker of Tundra Comics, who is a staple in Alaska, and I'm he's international. He is uh, he's in uh his, his his comic strip is in like 600 newspapers mm-hmm. all, all across the, the U.S. Uh, and the world. Yeah. Inter- and it's, um, it's hysterical. <laughs> go go look up Tundra. Uh, Chad, Chad and, and Tundra. The, the cartoons are hysterical. He's kind of got that far side ethos. Yeah. Going. It's an Alaska version of, but of Farside, yeah. but it's all it is stuff that, that cracks me up because it's all like talking bears and mooses and whales and I'm sorry, the, the the whale character that he uses over and over again, who's just like out on land going up and down an escalator or doing all kinds of normal stuff. The whale yeah. character just cracks me up. Yeah. And and, um, and, and the bears are kinda evil, you know, which so I a while ago uh, bought Moose the movie on Amazon Prime, and, and Chad wrote and produced this movie, right? Mm-hmm. Um, with his brother, and then they made a sequel called Sudsy Slim Rides Again because the main character's name <laughs> is Sudsy Slim. Sudsy Slim. So I got an autographed copy of each movie one for me and one for steve so i bought four of his movies (laughs) (laughs) and what was funny is it's like okay my name's spelled weird but i was wearing a stacy's and steve's crunch fest so he's at this he's at this alaska trade show makers made in alaska thing Mm -hmm. sign and stuff and so i asked if he would sign it and i showed him my shirt and he, you know, it's like, oh yeah, I have my podcast shirt. And goes, oh, what's your podcast about? I'm like, bad movies. He goes, I love bad movie trailers. And so uh, I said, where Rooster? He's like, oh, I love that trailer. And Lamageddon, I haven't seen that one. And so I started like throwing out names, and like half of them he'd seen, and half of them he hadn't. And he's like, I, and and I was like, well, we're gonna totally watch a movie. I would love to be on your podcast. I'm like. <laughs> the Alaskan in me just like frozen, like stay together, stay together, stay professional, professional. You are a podcaster. You're because you were the one who got the other three directors. This is my first catch. Yeah, and in the wild, that makes it even better. In the wild, and he just loves bad movies, and uh, and he's gonna be a, he <laughs> he may be a guest on the podcast. Eh? Yeah. He's cool. he's he he is the one who suggested it. I was I did not have the balls. Oh, that'll be great. That'll. But be I was great. like promoting. I was I was promoting the the podcast. So we have been texting. Okay. Um, your your uh, movie should be there Thursday, uh, Friday or Saturday. Oh, cool. So we will get you, to did you enjoy pack it and pack it in styrofoam. Put it in a cardboard box. <laughs> Ziploc bag. 
a youth <laughs> with with sanitary gloves. Yeah, sanitary gloves. <laughs> I can't believe you went on that long. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Cringers. Until the next time. So you just leave it yes. there, huh? Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I stepped on you. Go ahead. Good dude. Keep that algorithm guessing and never be afraid of just clicking on that movie and seeing where it takes you. This is Stacy. And this is Steve. Oh, I do have one one last thing to say. And you're okay. gonna love this. Oh, please do. So I keep stickers on me and I kicked myself for not giving Chad a sticker. You keep stickers of the podcast. Yeah, the, the okay, I have stickers. the bear and the Dale clams and okay. The QR code. Okay. When you get your box. Oh, dear. Okay. I put our QR code on it. On the package. <laughs> so when UPS scans it, they're going to Anybody get decides to look at the QR code. Go, and <laughs> <laughs> Talk about guerrilla marketing. You're evil. You're evil. <laughs> I, I, put the, I, I put them in men's rooms. But... I still have the posters that I have to put up, but I put them. Yeah, I put one of our QR code stickers on the box. (laughs) (laughs) All right, children, sleep tight. Don't Don't let let the the clams bite. bite. Clams. Yeah, watch out for watch out for bad clams. They're easy to tell if they're bad, and if they're really bad, you just like fry them. I mean, you can kill anything with really hot oil, I think. But again, the skippers as still as, exist. as as the folks at How- at Howard's Dale's plants <laughs> like to say, sorry, that was, that was horrible. I loved skippers as a kid. <laughs> Be sure and sign the waiver before you order your Dale clams. It's very, very, very important. All right. Good night, children. Love you. We do love you. We do. Howard's Dale Clams. 